Do you like the economy? Are you willing to give your life for the greater good so that the economy can continue? Then you need Abadar Corp. Stick around to the end of the video for a word from our sponsors. Abadar Corp. We're going to talk about it. Hello everyone, welcome to the Maple Table. My name's Nathaniel. This is a channel where we discuss lore around some of your favorite role-playing games such as Starfinder, Werewolf the Apocalypse. If that's something you're interested in, I would love to have you join me at the table. Abadar Corporation is a mega conglomerate church. It's also a business. It is a mega church that formed a mega corporation and business is good. Abadar Corporation is headed by Abadar himself. Now he does have a corporate hierarchy and structure, so there are CEOs, board of directors, but they all report to Abadar. Abadar Corporation is also the largest and easily the most dominant corporation that you will find in the Pact world. Abadar is an OG god from the Pathfinder days, and his history goes way back. Abadar will eventually get his own video, but today we're talking about his corporation. Credits are the main system of currency used within the Pact Worlds. They are also used elsewhere in the universe as well, like they go beyond the Pact Worlds. There is another basic unit of money that is called UPBs, and sometimes credits and the UPBs are referred to interchangeably. A single credit has a unit value of 1, and a single UPB also has a single unit value of 1. And we'll talk about how the credit became the mainstay of currency in just a moment. Abadar Core is a mega corporation, and it follows the structures of a mega corporation. Its high-ranking officials, its CEOs, COOs, they are also high-ranking members of the clergy, because Abadar Corporation is both a mega church and a mega corporation. The CEO serves as not only the chief executive officer of the corporation, but it also serves as the high priest or the arch director of the company. And the CEO for Abadar Corp right now, Gevrent Eseki Okaibo. Abadar Corp's operations on any world are managed by an arch director. Now, just because Abadar Core is a major church doesn't mean that everybody who works in it is religious. There are many low-level workers who are secular and they have no devotion to Abadar, but they do like the paycheck. Minor administrative tasks, managing corporate assets, the small ones, uh, pilots, transportation, market research. This is all handled by the lower level, uh, the lower level ranks. Now, the reason that the Pact Worlds uses the credit is because of Abadar Core's influence. Abadar Core has a bit of a controversial place when it comes to the Pact Worlds and Starfinder. Because they were the driving force for creating the money that is used in the Pact Worlds, their controversial position is also that they are the head and manager of the bank that produces the currency. They are the regulators of themselves. Although the church itself is on the lawful spectrum, it is easy to see how they would have been able to use their money, use their influence to buy politicians, policymakers, and just generally shape the Pact Worlds as they wanted because Abadar was the god of commerce. He had a lot of time, like a lot of time, to not only build his follower base, which is substantial, but to also amass 
wealth. Think of all the wealth that was accumulated. He probably lost a little bit of it on Galorion when, uh, when the planet just disappeared. But being a shrewd business person that Abadar is, it most definitely was not all concentrated on Galorion. As I mentioned, Abadar Corps is the largest and the wealthiest corporation in the Pact Worlds and the most influential. It has religious pull, it has economic pull, it has political pull, and this is mostly because Abadar is the god of commerce, the god of mercantile, and the god of civilization. This also means that Abadar has many, many companies and it has its hands in many, many pies. It is the largest producer, manufacturer, supplier of goods in the Pact Worlds. If you have handled something, anything, a cup, a gun, a ship, it has, if not entirely been produced by Abadar Core, it has been mostly produced by Abadar Core. It also provides research and development around magic and technology. It provides banking services. It provides labor services, services for hire, uh, legal services, shipping services. If you can think of it, Abadar is probably doing it as long as it's legal. And even then, as long as it's legal on paper, but maybe morally dubious. If it's a civilized planet, they have a corporate office there. If there's trade to be done, they have a corporate office there. They have manufacturing, they have factories, they have stores, they have trading outposts. Not to mention every single one of those things that I just listed also serves as a temple to Avatar. Now, just as a side note, if you're using Abadar Corporation for your games and for your worlds, just because Abadar Core makes something, it doesn't necessarily mean that they make it the best. But, item quality aside, everybody knows that if you go to the Abadar hypermarket, they are going to have whatever you want, not just Abadar products. In addition to the wonderful labor opportunities that you have with Abadar Core, there's many ways that they use their money, power, and influence to get things done. If you need something manufactured, go to Abadar. If you need some labor services, go to Abadar. If you need legal services, go to Abadar. If you need a specialized set of skills from a certain group of adventurers, it is not beneath Abadar to hire said mercenaries for a very specific job. And if they're expendable mercenaries, which let's face it, who isn't, all the better. It's also important to note that the goals of Abadar the Corporation and the goals of Abadar the Church are aligned. The goal of Abadar Core is to spread civilization, foster trade, and accumulate profit. While Abadar does employ mercenaries and occasional adventurer groups to get a specific job done, they do not have a paramilitary force. They are not... They are not a security force. They are not the peacekeepers. They do supply many of the stewards their weapons, though. Not only just the weapons, but they also provide them training, and they fund them quite well. Abadar has also funded many exploration missions, hiring and contracting groups like the Starfinder Society and the Xenodruids. New planets to explore means new colonizations, more temples, more corporation, more money. Speaking of money, Abadar Corp is also the Pact World's government's main source of their treasury, or the holders of their treasury. This is something that not all Pact World citizens are comfortable with because of the influence that they were able to exert to get the credit as a standard unit, and because they also handle most of the interplanetary wealth transfers. So you've got wire transfers as well as physical wealth transfers. Just think of cargo ships that are carrying thousands of cred sticks. 
They are the main movers of money for the government. Now, the main office of Abadar is located in Absalom Station. It's called the Golden Vault. This serves as the head office for Abadar Corporation, the whole thing. And it's also the greatest temple to Abadar that exists anywhere in the pack worlds and outside of that. In the Golden Vault, devotees of Abadar can attend religious sessions, and those religious sessions also happen to be economic courses. Learning about your personal finance is a boon to your god. Security in the Golden Vault is extremely tight because it's holding the wealth of nations in its physical location there. And Abadar Corporation regularly hires experts, thieves, just people to come in and try and steal their stuff to find any weaknesses in their security. Now, Abadar does have his own realm. At the time of this recording, there hasn't been a lot to find on the Starfinder setting for the Realm of the Gods, so I'm pulling a little bit from Pathfinder here. The Realm of Abadar is called Octun, and the largest city in this area, or in this plane of existence, is called the City of Axis. You don't have to be a god, a celestial, to get in and see this place. In the olden days, the Pathfinder days, Abadar did allow mortals to come in and experience his architecture. Although the city never really had a ruler because Abadar had been around for so long, even at that point, he was the closest thing that the city had to a de facto leader or a ruler. It is also an axis where Abadar has what is called his first vault, and this is something that Abadar keeps his own personal possessions in. It is said that he has a perfect creation of anything that a civilized society or person has seen. And if it existed, there is a perfect version of it in his vault. This would include guns, androids, corporations, ideas. If it's been experienced or thought of, it exists in his vault. Now, when was Abadar Kor founded? We don't really know. We haven't really received any direct history yet from Paizo around this. I'm going to speculate that it was sometime during the end of the gap, if not right after the gap. It took some time for the Pact Worlds to get started. It makes sense that a fledgling corporation would endear itself to a brand new star empire and the ruling bodies thereof. After the confusion of the gap, which we don't know for sure if it affected the gods or not, it would make sense that if Abadar was coming out of a several century missing sleep, you just kind of woke up and then you had your history missing, it would make sense that in this confusion, Abadar would want to definitely take control of the situation, at least legally, politically, financially, that's what he's all about, is expanding his influence. And as to why Abadar would need a corporation instead of a just continuing on with a religion, why not? Modern times, modern problems, they will require modern solutions. Think of the tax breaks. Churches already don't pay much in taxes, and mega corporations, planets, civilizations, star empires, they want you to be there, so they're going to give you tax breaks there. So not only would you be able to have the revenue streams from your church non-taxed, you could also, through sophisticated accounting, make your corporate income show very little, and you would actually have to give back nothing. 
probably nothing in taxes to the places in which you're operating from. The more I think about this and the implications of a mega corporation having church religious status, it, it becomes much more terrifying. <laughs> I think Avatar Corporation is neat. It's definitely easy to tell a bunch of stories, and it's very easy to sprinkle in some flavor for your players just to give your world some depth. You can just tell them that the things that they're holding have been created by Avatar Corporation or a subsidiary of Avatar Corporation. I also find stories that are geared around finance and business interesting, but that's also because my background is corporate and business. The more I look into Abadar himself, the more I want to do his own video and talk about that. Again, there isn't really a ton in the Starfinder lore for him, but there is quite a bit in the Pathfinder lore, and I think it should be easy to extrapolate a few things and make some educated guesses. If you are looking for an interesting corporation or an interesting business, definitely Abadar Corporation is perfect for you because you just have, they're so broad, you can do really quite a bit with them. I've really wanted to experiment in a tabletop game with economy, so playing around with inflation and money, and I know that that would kind of screw up the balance, but that's the nerdy stuff that I think about sometimes is, yes, I would like to do something where money can be affected and then there's a real world problem and there's an economy crisis and the players have to go fix it and money becomes worthless. You start looking at hyperinflation and things like that. That to me, that's an interesting story. But you know what else is an interesting story? My patrons. There is six of you now and I would like to welcome the newest member of my patron supporters. I apologize if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Aruthwin, AKA AGS. He joins the list with Caneroot, Warpony, Ducky, B.A. Bravo, and Get of Math Rocks. I still love that name. My name's Nathaniel. You've been watching The Maple Table. Thank you so much for your subscription. Thanks for stopping by, everyone.